Hey guys, this is Ed, Paul, and Anna of Current Brand Media, and we are here to tell you a little bit more about our sponsor. Sportsball is a great subscription service geared towards minor league baseball fans. Each box features a different minor league team. You get a box every three months with minor league baseball gear, including different styles of hats like Ed's favorite, the dad hat. The cost is less than $12 a month. Proceeds from each box goes to More Than Baseball, the only nonprofit dedicated to the well-being of minor league baseball players. We all know that Parents' Days are coming up this summer. So if you've got a mom or a dad or a grandma or a grandpa who are particularly difficult to buy for, but you know they're baseball fans, this is the answer, guys. Meet your new favorite team at sportsballbox.com. Is there anybody there? <laughs> But, you know, I did some weird stuff, you know, like I had, I had a customer in central Pennsylvania, so I flew into Philadelphia mm-hmm. in one afternoon, caught the Phillies game at night, drove to my customers like I normally would have on a trip. Uh-huh. And I got up, had my meeting the next morning and drove from there to Pittsburgh and went to the Pirates game. What's up, Dadad crew, and welcome to part two of my interview with Jerry Quickle. We have a lot of fun on this one, okay? Unbeknownst to me during the interview, that he was also a huge baseball fan, so we really got into it. We talked about his love for the Royals during his trips, you know, working for um, different companies, how he managed to create his agenda by the times and and places in which uh, he wanted to visit a uh, baseball team so guys without further ado i'll give you the episode you know i not only have i been to every major league park i've caught a ball at every major league park and that is now I worked, I traveled for a living for years and years and years. And so I'm out on the road by myself on a Wednesday night. <laughs> right. So there's nothing to do. So might as well go to a baseball game. So might as well go to a baseball game and go at five o'clock when they open the gate. That's right. Go sit there and watch batting practice and get away from all the kids, wherever they're kids, because you don't want to be that guy. Yep. But eventually you're going to, you're going to get one hit that way. and. And so we've, I've caught at least one foul ball, uh, batting practice ball and several live gamers, um, just by sticking myself in the right spot, you know, and hoping somebody gets it over there. That's awesome. (laughs) So not only you're a football fan, you're a baseball fan. You've collected actual balls at every single ballpark in, in major league baseball. Look at that. You even had, oh my God, look at all those baseballs. That is, yeah, I so, want your basement, just so there. you know. Uh, I've only been to one game in Cleveland. Okay. So I did catch, actually, I was in town for a meeting and the Royals were actually there. So I got to see my team in Cleveland. That's so awesome. I, that What's your awesome. favorite ballpark? Oh, that's a loaded question because they're all so Different. They're all different. Exactly. Everybody's in every single ballpark is different. Yeah. They're so different. And they're so, it, a lot of what goes into them is to 
is the overall experience. It's, it's, you know, Fenway, there's nothing like going to Fenway, Mm -hmm. but I don't want that to be my everyday park. No, it's such a hassle in the seats are tiny and, you know, they made the place when everybody weighed 110 pounds, (laughs) 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 but you know, it's, it's fantastic environment and to go a couple, you know, once a year or, you know, a couple of times in your life, you've got to do that. And you got to look at the place and go, this is, this is baseball, right? Yeah. But I mean, then you go to San Francisco and you see that, that experience where they're, people come to the game on a boat <laughs> yeah <laughs> and Th- that's cool that is really cool you don't you i'd never understood why people say i've never been so cold as the summer i spent in san francisco until you go to a giants game and the sun goes down <laughs> <laughs> the wind is blowing off uh and you're standing there in a pair of shorts because you're from kansas city and it's 100 degrees all the time yeah no that's that's a real thing. So that was, that was neat. That's I, cool. Yeah. Seattle, uh, you know, start raining in the game. They closed the, closed the, uh, the roof. Yeah. Right middle of the game. And you didn't even know it was happening. The technology is so good. It just, you know, it's so quiet and it's just happening and you don't even really pay attention to it. So That's no, awesome. they're, they're all great, man. And if you haven't been to all of them, I, that is something that. It's on my bucket a, list. Pick a couple of, every year and and make a road trip and and do it because they're they're really interesting and then of course nothing beats a minor league baseball game i would you know you took the words right out of my mouth that was just gonna say i was like yeah great major league ballparks are awesome and everything but i don't know man there's something about a minor league ballpark and an experience that just cannot be beaten yeah it's fantastic and um you know indie league games are great and um you know i spent a week on the Cape one year. Um, oh. but we did all of the, uh, as a family, we did all of the touristy family things during the day. And then uh, we'd go to a Cape league game at night, mm-hmm. see all these great college players, um, playing in a wood bat league. And it was so intimate and personal relationship. You could just talk to the guys. You could, you know, it was just like going to your Legion game right down the street but it was really good baseball and really good players. And then players that you saw in the major leagues, you know, three or four years later. So it was a great experience. I highly recommend that too, for a baseball fan. Oh yeah, definitely. I, I, I'm lucky enough now here that I'm in North Carolina. So I have a lot of minor league games that I can go to, but you know, the Cape Cod, that's like the original wood bat league, right? So you want to, you want to make it up there. You want to go see it and experience that for sure. Well, you got a lot of indie ball in your area as well. A lot of indie, you got a lot of affiliate affiliated ball. So you have a lot of teams that you can also yeah. watch in your area. Yeah, we have a. There's a lot of double A ball out here. Um, you know, through uh, I travel a lot around here, uh, Oklahoma. You have, you know, Wichita, then Oklahoma City, mm-hmm. and Tulsa, and then Northwest Arkansas, and then Little Rock and Springfield, Missouri. Those are all double A ball teams. Um, really good players. And so there's something happening all the time when you're mm-hmm. on the road around here. Um, but then if you go north of here, then it, you get a lot of independent ball. Yeah, but, absolutely. But yeah, that's a, that's a great way to spend an evening. If you're in, stuck in Lincoln, Nebraska, you go check out the, the salt, the salt dogs. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. That's <laughs> awesome. You you know, we were t- 
I literally said, I was like, oh, I'm, I, I was telling my wife, I was like, I'm going to meet, you know, and get to interview this guy who is a great football, you know, helmet collector. Come to find out that you're also a, a huge baseball fan and you have oh, your right. own collection of baseballs as well. Oh, yeah. I've got I've got enough stuff around here to start a sporting goods store if I needed to. But um, love baseball. Love to go to a game wherever I'm at. You know, that's that's great. But, you know, when you're traveling for work and you're by yourself. You know, you you spec you can only go see the uh, you know Niagara Falls and or the I or the Space Needle or yeah you can go see that kind of stuff once and it's like okay there's the Golden Gate Bridge saw it that okay is, again I do the Clark Griswold there's the Grand Canyon right there <laughs> well yeah uh, so it turned into ballparks for me and then of course I've always been a fan of of walking around colleges and. Um, just looking at their facilities and uh, just checking the whole school out and in the stadiums that just, I can't get enough of it. So, yeah. And then when it comes to college, right. The amount of money that is being dumped into baseball, football, basketball, right. Like all of this is just amazing at the amount of money that you have, like with these baseball parks, right. They're just cathedrals and it's, uh, insanely amazing how they are well it's i tell you what's amazing um <laughs> the haves and have nots oh yeah 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 so it's really cool to go to go see some of these places that have, have spent a lot of money on it and they have a, a big endowment and they've got big mm -hmm. donors and then um, I spent a little bit of time in Louisiana this year working and uh, went over to the Southern University, mm -hmm. uh, historically black school in Baton Rouge, you know, right across town from LSU. And, um, you know, they're they're hurting for they're hurting for money. They they don't have the facilities um, that these these big division one schools have. That's true. Um, and it, it it's sad in a way. Mm -hmm. But. There's also so much spirit at those places. It's unbelievable. I mean, I've never been treated nicer in my life than I was at Southern University. That's amazing. I love that. Folks were, they were great. They were great to me. They were happy to have me. They showed me around, uh, you know, put a helmet in my collection and, and just sat there and talked with me forever. Great people. So it's a shame to go around to some of these places. Maybe you see them, you know, you know see them on TV. You see the, the Bayou Classic with Southern playing Grambling in the zone, the the Superdome, but you don't really realize what their school is all about until you go to their campus and go, "Wow, these guys could really use an upgrade." Yeah, and you, you appreciate what. You know, Deion Sanders is what he's doing at Jackson State. Jackson State. Yeah, I was just going to say Jackson State. Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a whole nother conversation because, you know, I know some people are they get irritated with him because he is so flashy and he's so outspoken. But what he's doing there is phenomenal because he, he's turning a program that was decrepit and in need of of uh, capital and, and has a great fan base. Um, and really putting some eyes on it and mm -hmm. uh, people excited about it and watching what, how the country has responded, especially the recruits. I mean, the kids, the kids are figuring out, Hey, I can go to this HBCU school 
in uh, Jackson, Mississippi and stay close to my hometown and still be on TV and get the NFL guys here and look, my coach prime's my guy. And, uh, oh, you know, and he got like, I can remember like, uh, was it last year or the year before where he got the biggest, the number one, you know, wide receiver recruit, right? Yeah. yeah. Away from the big schools to come to Jackson state. I mean, that's amazing. I believe he got him away from his school, Florida state. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, he had an extra little oomph and, you know, try to get him away from Florida state. Yeah, so it, that's the that's really the interesting thing about going and seeing all the different places is you know you go to Harvard, and you you know highest academic school you can imagine, and you go look at their football stadium, and it's it's a hundred years old. Look, I don't I don't know how old it is, but it's really cool to see it and think of all the people that have actually been in this state and played there right right there and yeah it's just it's amazing to see these places um i've got a, a friend of mine that's on twitter as well you probably follow him it's a cfb campus tour mm-hmm. it's michael he he makes he goes out and travels to ball games all over the place and he's, he's all over twitter he's a great guy to follow um he puts up some amazing pictures of some of these places that he goes to, and he's certainly trying to hit them all, but uh, he's a great guy to follow on Twitter. You said CFP? It's a college football CFB yep. campus tour at CF. That's right. Tour. Yeah. And uh, I do Michael, follow him. Michael's a great guy, and he's, uh, he's helped me out at a couple of places, too, just for the fun. <laughs> Well, he's he's a good dude. So that's amazing, and, and I love I I. There's something about college football, college baseball that you just small school, big school does not matter. It's just you got to enjoy it. But like for me and you, like you said, it's like you know the smaller schools. That's where I love, like you know, watching all those small schools, the Eastern Washingtons, you know, the South Dakotas, and and all yeah. of that. That's where I like. I'm like, yes, this is what I like watching. Yeah, it's great. And because uh, there's some uh, pride in that, right? Like there's some pride. It's like, you know, a lot of them are not going to make it. You know, that's just that's the honest truth. And they're playing yeah. for pride. Yeah, they're they're playing because they love to play and they know it's going to be over soon. So um, yeah, go all want, out. Yeah, you, you want to beat that rival and be able to talk about it the rest of your life. So. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's amazing. Uh, so how many are you working on trying to get, you know, and now how many helmets are you looking to, to uh, get in your collection? Well, let's see. Well, I got one today. I have not posted yet, um, but uh, that but that will put me up to four hundred and fifty-eight. Wow! Uh, so um, that's probably half of them. <laughs> um, I've probably got I've got a long way to go if I'm going to get them all. But I don't know how realistic it is. I just enjoy. I enjoy the interaction with the guys and with uh, talking about it with anybody that will talk to me about it. So the hunt of the game, right? It's like the hunt, you know, going after them. That's what's also, it's fun. The, yeah, that yeah. interaction. It's super fun. And you know, it's, you know, everybody changes everything. So it's not like you're going to run out, you know, you get one and then 10 years later, maybe that guy's got a different look and, you know, how, stop that. So how many baseball helmets do you have? I only have one really helmet yeah i've got i've got a royals helmet a, a gamer 
Um, I'm more of a bat guy when it comes to baseball. I've got interesting. I've got, uh, I don't know, probably 40, 40 <laughs> bats. Uh, my, my pride and joy bat is my, I have a George Brett game bat. What? Yeah. And then, so, and then the, the Royals, uh, you know, when they won the world series in 2015, I've mm. got, I think I've got seven or eight of those guys. I've got one of their, their bats. So that's cool. So how many, how many was, baseballs? I have no idea. I have <laughs> too many. <laughs> I've got, so I've got one baseball from every minor league system. So oh, really? So every every minor affiliated minor league system. Yeah. Um, so you know, Texas League, Carolina League, those mm-hmm. I've got at least one from every one of those. Um, and then she's probably every division one conference. At least I one. I think I've got a ball, at least one from every one of those, and then a lot of smaller ones. Um, I've got like 12 different college world series balls wow. where they used to change the the logo on them every year so they had mm-hmm. a new logo every year <clears throat> they stopped doing that uh, i don't know seven or eight years ago it's got the same logo on it but they just changed the year on the bottom of it now i like to go up to omaha and and catch a full day of yeah. the college series every year so i work pretty hard to try and get a ball on <laughs> i would do yeah <laughs> But yeah, I've got I've got all kinds. I've got one from Japan. I've got one from uh, from Japan. I've got a Venezuela ball. I've got a ball from Mexico. Um, jeez, what else do I got? How about my home country, Puerto Rico? Uh, you know what? I may have one of those in there. I- <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Yeah, I've got a couple of Olympic balls. Really? Yeah. So um, that's those are always fun. They're hard to find. You know, those you got to know some collectors and know a lot of guys that are going to a lot of different things. And um, most of the stuff I have, I've gotten myself. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they they do the commemorative balls now. Yep, they do. Uh, and um, so that's kind of I try to make my schedule. I made it around who was having a commemorative year. Yeah, six or seven years because I wanted to get something from every ballpark that actually was. <laughs> so I've got a ton of those uh, commemorative balls around here from, geez, from everywhere. Even you know, spring training they do a different ball. <laughs> That's awesome! I love that. That is so cool that you're able to just you know, it's like you know what? I'm going to base my my business route this way, so that way we can get a couple of things here and there. <laughs> well, I was just lucky enough to be in a business that took me all over the place. You got to take advantage of it, though. You got to take yeah. advantage. But you know, I did some weird stuff. You know, like I had I had a customer in Central Pennsylvania, so I flew into philadelphia mm-hmm. in one afternoon caught the phillies game at night drove to my customers like i normally would have on a trip uh-huh. and i got up had my meeting the next morning and drove from there to pittsburgh and went to the pirates game Ooh, that's a beautiful pop- ballpark though flight and went home yeah so um they were playing af- late afternoon i had a morning appointment and they were playing afternoon 
So I went, caught the Pirates game, and then went to the airport, dropped off the car, and went home. <laughs> <laughs> I was out over, overnight, one night, caught two ball games, and had a meeting. So I love that Pirates ballpark. That is PNC Park. It's a beautiful park right there. Yeah, they did it right. It's, yeah, it's yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. Um, I also see kind of that you also have a couple of jerseys as well. Yeah, I'm not a I'm not a huge jersey guy. Um, mm-hmm. Most of the time, if I ever buy a jersey, it's for it's a charity auction because I um, I'm trying to support a cause when I do that. But um, you know, I've got a couple of Royals guys around here. Uh, Mark Gubazal, he's a see, he's a uh, announcer for the Angels now. Yep. And, he was a pitcher here for a long time. They wore the very first year they wore a throwback. They wore a 1969 original Royals uniform and they auctioned them off of them after the game. That's cool. And so I bought that and that was a long time ago, but that thing, it looks great. It's held up in that frame. It looks beautiful. Um, I bought a Danny Duffy Jersey because it was a, it was a special Olympics auction. Um, Rex, yeah. Rex Hudler Rex is one of our announcers here. He's got a special needs son. He always does a, a fantastic job of raising money. And I, I was out there one night and they were having that. And so I bought that for that cause. Good, but, good man. Uh, and most of the stuff you see hanging on my wall behind me, uh, my son played some college football. My daughter was a cheerleader in high school. <laughs> um, and then a couple of the couple of kids that I coached growing up um, when they were young uh, made it um, you know one of my one of my son's buddies Victor Simmons played for Kansas he gave me one of his jerseys um, one of the other kids from our high school played for Oregon Ooh. and have one of his of course he had a new one for every game so he had like 40 by the time he left there <laughs> yeah. left so he wasn't gonna miss one they don't use them again, so they just let them keep them. Oh, that's awesome. Um, and then, like well, like I mentioned, Victor Simmons. Well, his little brother's a guy named Isaiah Simmons who plays mm-hmm. for the Cardinals right now. He played uh, for Clemson. He was the he was the Butkus Award winner about four years ago, played for Clemson. And so we've got a helmet over there from him. That, but, yeah, big, not much of a – I mean, a lot of dudes are big autograph guys and – and that's kind of what they like to do. I'm, I'm not much on that, but mm-hmm. um, I just like a game used piece. I think it's, it's kind of unique to have. Something. Yeah, that's, that's definitely different, right? You know, yes, you can get a ball and have it signed, which I do. I have a couple of them, right? But, yeah. but, but having a game used item, I think that for me would, I, I would like that better just because it's different. Not a lot of people are able to say, Where'd you get the helmet? I was like, oh, I was actually, you know, using on, you know, and doing a game and all of that. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. And that's where the helmets, helmets come in. It really is kind of cool when they say to you one that they've used it. You don't want them all cleaned up. You what? No, no, no. Don't clean them up. Send it, put them in a box and leave it the way it is. That's how I want it. We'll spray it out on the inside with a little disinfectant, wipe it down. You know, why not? That's a little something here. (laughs) You know, we don't, let's just clean off the sweat and stuff. That's all. (laughs) Don't want the house to smell like a locker room, but no, it's, <laughs> it, it, I, I guess I'm a weirdo. I just like the I like stuff like that. No, my friend, 
I can tell you this. There's nothing weird about that. We've we've all been there. You know, we have all our quirks. Like I said, I I collect hats, and you know, and it that's the fun part about it. That's is is the hunt of trying to find something that you don't have that you want it for your collection. Yeah, yeah, and I I really love to get the helmet thing. I really love to promote them. Um, I think it's neat to stick a school out there in the spotlight a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you did put one where it is my wife's uh, uh, school, Youngstown State, when they're, you know, the one that you just recently put on your Twitter. Man, that is a beautiful helmet. I I do not have a Youngstown State helmet in my collection, and Lord knows I've tried. (laughs) 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 I've been to a lot of letters. I've hit them up on social media. I've tried all kinds of things. But someday it'll break. And oh, man. But that one that they have right now with the penguin on it, like covers the full I, helmet. That thing is fantastic, wasn't it? It really is. It yeah, really great. is. It's a beautiful helmet. I, I, I was impressed when I saw it. I'm like, yeah, that, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good deal. I wouldn't want to be the equipment guy. Uh, putting that decal on us. That's not an easy deal. <laughs> I was just going to say, you know how the, the amount of work that you have to do in putting on not just one, but all the rest of the helmets for the team. I, I know exactly how much work that is because I've done it before. Uh, it, yeah, it takes a t- it'll take a team of 10 guys to do that. And it'll be half a night. They'll be sitting around trying to do that. And those those extra large ones like that. The, the, the big decals. Yeah, decals, they're really hard to get on. There's so many different shapes of helmets these days with all the different. I was just going to say, yeah, that's your, that's, that takes a while because you got to make sure that it is, that it is, uh, you know, sticking on to the, the full helmet, you know, you don't want any bubbles or anything like that. Yeah. That's what the heat gun is for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Heat gun and an exacto knife will get you a long way with a big set of decals, but yeah, it's a, it's a long process. You want to respect for those guys that have to do it. Uh, and then take it off next week and put something else on because they want to show a different look. So. I was just going to say, it's like, you know, they just keep the same helmet and then just do a different decal on the, on that same helmet. Uh, yeah. Most of the time that's what will happen unless they <laughs> like, if you got to like, I know Kansas right now we're working with white helmets and with blue, we've got a blue helmet. Yeah. They practice it and they've got a completely different helmet they practice in. So they, they practice in a blue helmet and, and then come game day. They'll, yep. practice, they'll practice in their game helmet a couple of days during the week to make sure everything's right on it and the fits proper. But typically they'll redecal everything and restripe everything and shine it up. So um, at that level, <laughs> you know, you get down to the division two level or, you know, yeah. there aren't enough guys to do it. So, oh, uh, golly, that's just. I'm seriously looking at all your uh, the helmets that you have, and there are some cool ones there. That Tulane one, oh yeah. my god, how awesome is that baby blue helmet? Yeah, that's a neat one too. And they, you know, they gave me a that was I that was one I stopped in in person. I actually yeah. knew somebody down there, and um, so I got the full tour down at Tulane. And you know, they have white, and they have green, and they have that that blue yeah and they worn that blue with the blue face mask once and bef- when i got that one and then this year they've worn that same look twice already this year so yeah typically with that that baby blue helmet they had uh, they had a metallic green 
face mask with it. And but, it's different, right? Like, I mean, it's just cool yeah. how they're just, I, you know, every school, like you said, every school has a different theme, has different yeah. uh, vibe to it. That is just, um, just, just different, right? Like, I mean, it's just, and that's the beauty of it. Eastern Kentucky yeah. university. I see one. I mean, you got some, that's some impressive ones, you know, Montana. Man, yeah. Not. And yeah, I've got them almost one from every state, you know, there's, I don't play college football in Alaska. Um, yeah. Let's see. What do I not have? Vermont. I don't think there's, I have one from Vermont yet anywhere up there. Of course, mm. the university of Vermont doesn't play. So there's, I believe there's three or four D three schools in Vermont that I could. Here we go. There you go. See, now you're just got to write it down. It's like, all right, I'm going to look at these uh, schools in Vermont. What other state are you missing? Um, Delaware. Really? Yeah. Delaware, no blue hens? No blue hens or Delaware State Hornets. I don't have uh, have anything from Delaware. Impressive. So. That, uh, that 49ers one with the pick, that's pretty cool. Which one? The 49ers, I think that's the one that you, that I see right here uh, from uh, Charlotte, is it? No, it's uh, not Charlotte. Oh, one I don't have. I don't. Uh, yeah. That is, what you're seeing is the um, Missouri S&T, which is um, science and technology. Used yep. to be called Missouri Rala. They're the miners, and they have a giant pickaxe on the side. Of that's right. There it is. You're right. You're right. You're right. It, it's a great. That is a beautiful one. It's it's again, every school has their own logo, has their own unique uh helmet that is just man, that is amazing. South right Look at that. Look at that helmet. Wow. That's impressive. It's a pretty cool look. They've got a, a pretty good look there. So what's the average weight of that? Do you think like, you know, how, you know, is it, are they pretty heavy? Cause I've, I've held uh NFL helmet before an actual one. And when I held it in my hands, I was like, Oh, this is actually kind of. Yeah. Um, I can tell you that from shipping them. Um, sorry, I'm plugging in here. Because yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Battery starting to die on me here, but um, from shipping them uh, six pounds. Wow. It's, it's roughly the, the weight of one average. Now, if you have an XL or you've got a larger face mask on it, or that's when it know, gets heavier. Yeah. You get a lot heavier. Um, and it can get lighter too. I mean, there's some, there's some stuff out there that's it's really light. So <laughs> it's, uh, it's funny how helmets have come a long way. Oh, no question. Back when I was selling them just in the, in the 90s compared yeah. to, now um the advancements incredible and the the fact that they can actually track the hits now on them there's i've got right. a couple of them that have the electronic systems in them still mm -hmm. um, which is very interesting to look at but it's a thing that goes underneath all the pads mm -hmm. that's a sensor there's a little box in there and that thing communicates back to a computer on the sideline which the communicates with a pager on the trainer and uh, so if somebody takes a large hit in a certain area it will page the trainer and he can look at which player got hit what part of the head they got hit on and they can pull them out of the game to evaluate them without even you know yeah the kids saying anything so those systems are pretty cool um 
and I got got a couple of them around here that you know they got done they left them in them when they gave them to me so but they're pretty expensive too but there's some really really cool stuff out there that that's really safety has gone a long way yeah i was just gonna say like that's they've, they've come a long way and i like the fact that you're saying that well you know uh, the, you just got hit, you know, come with me really quick. You know, we're going to get you checked out. Uh, yeah. and he, the, the player didn't even know it. Doesn't even know anything. He's like, all right, let's go get checked out. Yeah. So there's, they've, they've come a long way in that, that regard. Um, it's all safety too. You got to make sure that they're, the kids are safe at the end of the day. Well, when shoot, even, you know, when I was in high school, it was a completely different deal. It's, mm-hmm. they, when I started like in junior high, they were still using the suspension helmets, the, the cobweb helmet, if you will. Yep. And then that moved into the, the bike air helmet and the, um, the Riddell uh, pack 44 helmet. Um, those things. Yeah. You know, yeah. You know, I wouldn't put that on anybody. Or <laughs> 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 they, they were advanced back then and, um, and they were better than what was before them. But if you look at what they do now, uh, the chances of somebody getting head trauma now compared to the what you saw in the uh, 70s and 80s is just unparalleled. I mean, it's crazy. It's true. And yet we still had an issue with that on the NFL with the Miami Dolphins. But hey, whatever, right? Well, you're not you're not going to get away from it in this sport. I mean, it's it's, it's just inevitable. It's inevitable. Can't throw your head against the turf wearing anything and not have your brain bounce off the inside of your head. It's very much like a NASCAR injury. Oh, I was just, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. I mean, in NASCAR, that's just, you can be, you can try to protect as much as you can put a roll cage, you know, and all of that. And uh, uh, injuries happen. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, that's those same kind of injuries happen in soccer and you don't hear about them, but Oh God. Yeah. 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 You know, you run up there and you, you hit heads with a guy or you rugby. Yeah. That's it's insane. It's insane insane. with rugby. At one point, I think I was, I I read that like, you know, the suicide number in, in rugby was the highest among all sports because of it. I can believe it. That's just, that's insane. Uh, All right, my friend, are you ready? I'm ready, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is the part of my favorite not so famous questions. We're going to have a little bit of fun here. Um, I'm going to ask you some some random questions, uh, and then uh, we'll see how that how you do. Sounds okay. good? All right. But the first one, I'll give you an easy one. All right. You go to a football game or a baseball game, an early game. Um, what is your drink and your food of choice? Hot dog. My man. And a Diet Coke. I'll take the hot dog. I'm a, I'm a huge hot dog guy when it comes to the ballpark. It's just I always like to make sure that I eat a hot dog, at least one hot dog. Yeah, got to have a hot dog from every park that you're at. I, I used to have a beer everywhere I went, but uh, I had a heart attack last year, so I stopped drinking. And uh, That's probably a good idea. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm okay with that. I don't eat too many hot dogs anymore. Either. Yeah. <laughs> Let's keep it safe and healthy. You're looking good, my friend, for a heart attack. Good for you. <laughs> All right. Are you ready? Yeah. All right. What was your favorite TV show growing up? Uh, Happy Days. Oh, good show. Still to this day. <laughs> uh, All right. What is the most boring sport? Tennis. 
<laughs> it's just the ball going back and forth. I guess some guys are into it. I just, it's just not my thing. It, it's I've watched it here and there. I have a good friend, uh, Mike Sellers. You know, he loves tennis. I just, I'm trying. I just, I really can't get into it. <laughs> um, have you ever re-gifted a gift? Of course. Who hasn't? <laughs> We're not lying here, are we? No, absolutely not. I have. <laughs> uh, if you could be any fictional character, who would it be? Fictional character. Wow, that's a that's a good one. I I don't know. I would, would probably Superman. Oh, I mean, get to fly around, super strength. You know. I mean, why wouldn't you be? Yeah, absolutely. What is the worst song ever? <laughs> oh, that, that's a loaded question. <laughs> Let's. Can we just go artist? What yeah, go makes, for it. Go artist that makes me turn the radio off whenever I hear anything. And this is not going to be popular, but Reba McIntyre. <laughs> I get it. I get it, man. I, I'm, I'm with you there. Can't get into it. All right. So what animal is the biggest party animal in your opinion? The biggest party animal? Yep. Um, well, it's got to be a monkey, doesn't it? I mean, yeah. See, a lot of people say that, you know, the gorilla or monkey, you know, chimpanzees, you know, they, they like to mess around with people. They seem to have a good time, no matter what's going on. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, what Disney princess would make the best spy? Snow White. Oh, yeah. See, nobody has ever said uh, Snow White. Really? She's nope. playing the whole time. There you go. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> 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 if you could be in any movie, what movie would it be? Bull Durham. Oh, I love that movie. Crash yeah. Davis. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Oh, that's a good one. That is a good one. All right. Last question here. <laughs> what is your spirit animal? Uh, you know, my spirit animal is not even a real animal. It's a Jayhawk. Hey, there it is. <laughs> You you may only you may have one or two of those helmets, you know. Also, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's got to be the Jayhawk. That's you know, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna ask you this last question, the most obvious question that everybody has asked you. I know the you know everybody said asked you this one. What's your favorite helmet? Oh, it's the Kansas Warhawk 1941 Salute to Service helmet. That's no a cool one. It's a great helmet. Yeah, great. that's a cool one a great tribute and uh it, it just looks great it looks awesome i've seen a picture of it and i've always been impressed with it that is a very cool one my friend uh jerry uh where can people find you on social media well uh, i'm on twitter at just my name it's at jerry quickle um i'm on facebook as well uh it just looked my name up i don't hide so it's just jerry quickle on on Facebook as well. So, um, and I do have an Instagram account, but I'm not on it very often. So <laughs> that is the one with the, that, that you should be using the most also that, that has I'm a lot probably, of pictures. I'm just too old, man. 
I get it. I get it. I'm, I'm, I'm used to, I have as uh, an Instagram account too. And I've, it's, it's hard sometimes because I always, always, always am on Twitter. That's the one thing for me. I'm always on Twitter and I forget about Instagram. Yeah, that's exactly why <laughs> I do. Have, it's again at my name, Jerry Quickle. I'm on Instagram, but I, I rarely post anything on Twitter. <laughs> always Twitter. <laughs> Jerry, thank you so much for doing this. I appreciate that. I'll make sure to put all the information on, on the notes so that way people can follow you. And again, thank you so much, my friend. No problem, man. Thanks for having me on. Always. All right. Take care. I hope you guys enjoyed that episode with Jerry. Now, make sure you guys are following him, okay? Uh, Instagram, Twitter, uh, make sure you guys are following me as well. Give the uh, podcast five stars and hit that follow button so that way my podcast goes up on the ranking, goes up on the ranking, more people get to listen to it, okay? But before I go, all right, before I go, let me give you guys the dad joke of the episode. And uh, I want to give credit to my good friend, Mike Sellers. Also, uh, make sure you guys are following his podcast, Up to Chat Podcast. Uh, he is the one that gave me this joke for this week. So uh, here it is. So a man standing on one leg at an ATM. Confused, I ask him what he was doing. He tells me, just checking my balance. All right, all right. I see myself out, guys. Until then, keep on grinding and always support the minor leagues. See ya. This podcast is part of the Curved Brim Media Network. Here are some of the other members of Curved Brim Media. Hi, this is Ed Rivera of the Data Chronicles. Join me as I interview people just like you and players, coaches, GMs on the path that led you to become a fan of the sport. I'm Paul Caputo, and on the Baseball by Design podcast, I talk to minor league baseball teams, designers, and other super interesting people about what these minor league baseball logos mean. And I talk a little bit about ice cream helmets. What's up, Bucketheads? I'm Anna DiTomaso, and each week on the Baseball Bucket List podcast, I speak with a different fan about their favorite baseball memories, what the game means to them, and what's left to check off on their baseball bucket list. Hey guys, this is Patrick Larson from the Minor League Baseball Hat History Series. And in every episode, I go through the history of minor league teams through my personal collection of hats. You can find me on Twitter at, at PatLarson1. I hope you guys enjoy. This is Patrick and Corey of BaseballMapper.com. And we have made an interactive map to help highlight all baseball teams from the majors down to collegiate summer leagues. We want to bring you closer to baseball. So get on the site and find a team near you today. Learn more about Curve Brand Media at curvebrandmedia.com.